You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh, this revenge is going to be fierce. Dude, you better not I'm, have roped me into this, too. I want nothing to do with I'm that. I'm kind of afraid, and I don't know. I don't think you're going to be involved in it. I'm just saying. No, because I always get involved, I'm sure. Because like when people, when you do something, people always automatically assume that I had something to do with it, too. Well, then that's not too bad. I could just start blaming everything on you. Oh, you I better not. I get away not. with all kinds of things. Because mm, I don't know what this person will do, so don't. Oh, it's going to be bad. It was worth it, though. But man, did I piss him off. Hello! This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Thank you for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Yes. And uh, we do have a few things. So we, we've got a bunch of stuff to do today. And we do want to say that, of course, the Fun Employment Radio Network Party coming up in just a little over a week. We didn't want you to forget. Don't we forget. don't want you to forget. February 22nd at the Hawthorne Theater oh right God. here in Portland, Oregon, where we will be having the Network Party. Which will include such things as Chronicles of the Nerds, Geek in the City, all of the shows on the network, of course, Fun Employment Radio Special, and Rick Emerson Show live on stage. Yes, which, uh, Rick Emerson and Tim Riley will be joining us on stage, plus Greg will be rapping. I will be he, having... He gave me a sample line of one of the things that You're not that supposed to talk of. about this. That, that's I'm not going to say seat. anything. Okay, I'm just saying yes, to explain it was pretty... This, to explain this, yes, I challenged Scott Daly to a rap battle on stage I did that on the show without thinking that this would actually ever come to fruition. Scott Daly accepted. I now have to battle rap on stage, which I will say yesterday, I watched some battle raps online because listeners have been sending me examples. Um, I'm a, I'm, You've been I'm watching terrified. battle raps? I've been watching battle raps at home. What do you do? Do you just Google battle well, raps? Well, as you can tell uh, by the way that I sound right now, I still have a pretty good cold going on, mm-hmm. so I just sat at home and just watched battle raps. So we, we have night. nine days to get our shit yeah. together, Greg. Yes, indeed. I have nine days to write stand-up comedy well, and get, Sarah- rid of, get rid of my weird eye. You have nine days to get rid of your cold. Yes. Sarah will, of course, be doing five minutes of stand-up on stage. Yeah. Of stand-up where she is, uh, will fulfill her bet. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yes, that's yes. what's happening. All right. Uh, <sighs> and also joining us today on the show will be one of our former co-workers at the Portland Trailblazers. Yes, who we didn't work directly with, but we've always, like, we've been internet friends for years. Like, yes. uh, and then he's actually coming in and hanging out with us in the studio. So uh, his name is John Lukrovka, and he is one of the guys. So he works for the Blazers organization, and he's always like on the plane with all of the players. Like he's mm-hmm. one of the he's one of the inside people. Yes, who's actually like on the planes in the hotels, like going from on, on the road trips, doing just, all that stuff. Just flew back from L.A. last night, mm-hmm. so uh, he is going to be joining us. I honestly, I want to find out exactly what it is he does. Because I've always seen him around this facility. I know he's important. For anybody who doesn't know, of course, Sarah and I, you know, worked for the Trailblazers for a long time, and I didn't know. I know he's important. I know he does things, but I don't know exactly what it is that he does. I don't does. know exactly what it is that he does. I, either. I don't know. I but don't I know, know that he's that he's important I know and he's, well respected. Yeah, and I know all but those for things. what I don't know exactly what. No. Yeah. No. So I think we have a lot of questions, and if you have questions for somebody who's on the inside like that, uh, go ahead and put your questions in the live chat at slash live Mm. You can ask uh, ask John questions. Exactly. We don't work for him anymore, so we can ask the uncomfortable questions that you might <laughs> <Right>. want to know. <laughs> Whatever it is that you want to know. We don't have to dance around them there. anymore. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, all right. Well, since we have to get through some things here before he joins us in about a half hour, 
I, I have to talk about what I was referencing at the top of the show. Okay. So, of course, we've, we've discussed our new sponsor, uh, one, of our, one of our fine new sponsors, which we've got some amazing ones, and that is Metro PCS. Yes. Metro PCS, of course, a fantastic, fantastic phone company, um, kind of newer to the, to the western section of the U.S. If you're in the East Coast, you already know about them for sure. But uh, they've come here into Portland. They're great because it's no contract. You can just sign up. It's flat rate. It is what it is. It is it's no contract. It Forty dollars, no, yeah. unlimited everything, and that's it. And no that's taxes, it. no extra fees. It doesn't change. It's month to month. If you go you're over, set. like you're not going to be charged anything extra. Yeah. That's just it. You pay for the month. Yes, that is all. That is why it's so fantastic. And they, of course, are a sponsor of ours. So you could find their locations all over Portland. Go to go to metropcs.com/slash/metro and find a location near you and let them know. That you uh, that you use Metro PCS. Yeah, you heard and about people are asking. Radio. Uh, yeah, let them know that you heard about it from Final Point Radio. But also, it isn't just in the Portland Metro area. No. I mean, it's it's available all around Oregon. Like, just look it up. You can all find a location the all yeah. around the country because things are getting really it, they're getting bullshitty out there. Like mm-hmm. everything is just getting so inflated that it's basically going to explode at some point because yeah. I you can't afford it. Nobody can afford to keep cable. You can barely afford to keep your phone on. Right. Like you need to have a cheaper option, and this is one that is legit. Like it's not some little shitty flip phone that you get and you don't get to do like you know check your facebook or do whatever it is that you do they're smartphones that you can have for that price right unlimited everything mm-hmm. so it, it is fantastic we're so happy to have them on board and with that though <laughs> so we talked about this i think it was last week when we first brought this up as part of it uh sarah and i are we have some new separate phone numbers that uh, currently until we uh pipe over our old numbers on our old Which services i'm going to be doing this weekend uh and telling verizon to go fuck themselves. I'm wow. very excited okay. about that. I'm wow. so excited. They're already calling me because they're like, oh, your bill, we're going to shut off your bill. We're going to give you like ten, like $7,000 in penalties. Right. I cannot wait to walk in there and be like, don't care. Yep. I'm done. Going to Metro PCS. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, since since that's happening, you know, we have, um, right now we have, uh, Sarah and I each have a phone from Metro PCS. We have the Kyocera uh, 4G Hydro Extreme, which is completely waterproof. Extreme. Which is, which is badass. <laughs> yes. And the thing is though, so when they gave us these phones, they gave us a, a new phone number, just kind of a temporary one to use until we pipe over our real numbers. And when I got my phone, I talked about this last week, I took me about a day before I decided that I knew what I could do with a phone number that nobody else knew that I had, especially to all of my friends, because I'm a jerk. So, yes. so last You want to keep those friends, don't you? Last Angelique? week, we talked about how I created a character... And I, I just sent a random text to our friend Scott Daly. Now he doesn't he didn't know I had a new phone number. He was unaware of anything about this. All he knew was that he was getting a number that looked like it was meant for someone else, only it came to him. And this proceeded on, and you can you can listen to that episode where I got Scott Daly going and all of uh, a bunch of our friends for quite a long time regarding a guy named Big D who uh, ended up. Uh, ended up attempting to show up at the bar they were at. Yes. Really, it was just me texting them as this character the entire time. Uh-huh. Well, I did this to another one of our friends. Well, once was not enough for Greg. And once I actually, was not enough. I got to witness this one as it was happening, uh, as well as the last one. This person maybe might not have been as jolly as uh, <laughs> Scott Daly was. Well, the thing I genuinely is, am concerned that he's probably pissed at well, you. Well, in, in all honesty, he was in the right to be mad at this person that was texting him. And... I thought maybe what I could do here is just recreate. Uh, I, I will. I will read off exactly how the text went. Now, there, this did include uh, pictures that were involved in this one as well, and um, it went on for about three days. And before it would he figured not it out. stop. 
So here's what happened. This is uh, we'll say it's our our friend Kevin. Oh, Kevin is, is that what Kevin. we're going to call him? We'll okay. call him Kevin. All right. So Kevin is a friend of mine. Now, uh, during the uh, this happened during the Super Bowl, and when I was watching the Super Bowl, I realized well Kevin had to work and he couldn't be there. Kevin didn't know I had a new phone number. So I decided to just text him, and I created this. In my mind, this was the precipice what I was going in with as a guy who was um, – the, the character I'm playing is a guy who was there to collect a bet. Mm-hmm. And so here's what I texted to Kevin. This is the first right, so text. This is Greg writing to our friend Kevin. Here's text number one. So this is coming out of the blue to him. I'm going to put, some, I'm gonna put a, little, a little oh, yeah, music okay. in the background. All right. Because it's basically romancing the spammer, so I'm putting the romancing yeah. the spammer. I texted to Kevin, yo, you still like them Broncos or what? Everything's misspelled. Yeah. Kevin replied, not sure who this is. <laughs> Always like the Niners and look where that got me. I replied, what? LOL, you nuts, me. Don't play, though. You made the bet. Kevin replied. Wait, you were, I didn't know the context what you did this. You really are saying that he owes you money? Yeah. Oh, my God. Kevin replied back, I think you have the wrong number. I replied, yeah, right, don't play. You're going to make me mad. You got to pay tonight. That's the deal. No jokes, homie. Kevin replied, I'm sorry, but you have the wrong number. I don't know who this is. He's trying to do the right thing. He's mm. being like, dude, you got the wrong number. Go away. Well, that, would, that, didn't stop, uh, that didn't stop me. So I replied back, ha, LOL, you nuts. Seriously, Paolo going to swing by and pick it up. Where are you at? That's a lot of G's to lay down. You got it all. Now, I waited about 20 oh minutes God, to no Greg. response, so I was like, I had to keep on going. Now, here's where I, I took a gamble on this, because I was like, he wasn't responding back, and I took a gamble of actually calling him out by name, just to see if this would work. So I wrote, this Kevin, right? It says on your ID, fool, thinking that maybe he wouldn't realize that, you know, the caller ID is, maybe the caller ID is showing up with his name on it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then I wrote, yeah, 30 points and 15 going to save you, ha. Where are you at? Because this was the game that was going on. Here's what Kevin replied, and he is, and I'm not going to give out this address because it's the house next door to mine. <laughs> so I've talked it's about my like meth head neighbors. He gave the meth head address. Now, uh, oh. Kevin replied with, I'm at, and gave the meth head neighbor's address, my meth head neighbor's address, which is kind of genius, and said, I'm, I'm at the house right now. I'm not paying you shit, so you better tell Paolo to come strapped. And he does not know this is you. He does not know this is me. I think he was he was trying to test it, but he gave out their address. He gave out the Method Neighbors address, which to that I appreciate. I appreciate him doing that. So I replied, Alright, see you there in fifteen. Game is over. Then I waited another fifteen minutes. Where are you at? Waited another few minutes. I'm here with Paolo. Which building? Kevin replied. You should probably tell me who this is so I don't feel inclined to write this number on every bathroom I come across. And then he followed that up with, you find that money, numbnuts? (laughs) I do love Kevin, so. (laughs) Uh, so. So I replied, yo, there weren't nobody there, Holmes. I waited 30 minutes for you. I'm on lookout. You need to pay up. Where you at? Waited another 15, 20 minutes. Yo, dog, you on the hook. Don't make bets you can't pay, dog. I want my money. So while everybody else is having fun at the Super Bowl, you're sitting there just like... <laughs> this is why I was sitting in the corner doing this. Yeah, I didn't I did notice that I didn't see you very much. And then I replied, where are you? You got it or what? Kevin replied, nope, because I didn't make any bet. If you told me who this is, I might remember. But if you have some free time, you might want to stop by the... And named a bar. And erase your number from the bathroom wall. 
So I got this, and I'm like, oh, crap, Kevin's actually pretty pissed. And I don't know if he's just making this up, whether he wrote the number on the on a ba- on a bathroom wall in a in a bar. Have you received any other phone calls? Or I haven't yet, but um, I think he might have actually done it. So then I knowing just, Kevin, he probably so did. I I waited. I didn't reply anything that night. The next morning, I woke up and I decided to keep it going. Of course, and I replied, "You got that cheese from my snizzard? Or are you gonna feel like a lizard? You feel me?" I'm sorry, what? It was actually, I, I misspoke. It was, you got to get that cheese for my snizzard or you're going to feel like a lizard. You feel me? What? Okay. That's, that's just what I wrote. He replied, got coffee at Starbucks this morning. Your number is on the wall of the location bathroom. <laughs> so this went on for this morning. This, this was that, that morning that this was going on. You know, this was over the course of probably about two or three hours. Finally, I replied back, not cool, dog. You got to pay the grape ape or y'all going to have to talk to Paolo. So <laughs> it's being asked in the live chat. What does that mean? I have no idea. I was just making shit up. Um, I waited a while and he didn't reply back. And then I decided, OK, I'm going to have to change the game up here in order to get this to work, in order to keep him on the hook. So here's the next text, text I sent. Hello, my name is Sharon. I'm Stevie's mother. Stevie just lost his cell phone privileges this morning, and I'm now looking through his texts. I'm sorry he has been messaging you. Do you two know each other? <gasps> oh, my God. Are you are you pretending to be his mom? I'm pretending to be his mom. Oh, my God. All right, so, so what did he... Did he write back? <coughs> yes, he did. So I've given the character that I was playing earlier a name, Stevie, and this is Stevie's mom, Sharon. Now, Kevin replied... No idea who he is. He just started texting me yesterday during the game. To which Sharon now replied, Well, that little stinker. Kids are silly sometimes, right? It's Kevin, isn't it? Oh, my God. This is making me uncomfortable. Kevin replied, Yeah, I don't know how he got my name or my number. So Sharon replied, Oh, it appears to be on the caller ID. Do you know Paolo? Kevin replied, No, (laughs) apparently your son has an asshole friend Sharon replied well he just turned 24 so he is still a growing boy it might do him some good if you wanted to speak with him Kevin replied no thanks you're his mom you beat him to which Sharon replied well I never (laughs) Kevin replied Maybe it's time you started. So, Sharon replied, Would you like him to apologize? Kevin replied, It's not going to matter one way or another. He still needs to go to go to remove his phone number from a few rolls around town. <laughs> and this is the point where I just really started to go into it. So if you're listening live right now, go into the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. And I'm going to start posting some of the pictures that I ended so, up sending. And we'll put these on the, on the show page yes. for today's episode. Sure. So this will be visual uh, visual aid number one? Visual aid number one. Okay. Sharon replied, he really can be a sweet boy. Here's his class photo. And now I found a photo online and I said that. That's a picture of Stevie. <laughs> Kevin replied, and I talked to him afterwards and he said he knew something was up, but he had no idea who this was or what's going on. Like he wasn't sure if it was fake or not. So he replied, sounds like mommy likes his little boy a little too much. <laughs> so Kevin, or uh, this was uh, 
Sharon replied. Someone in the chat is claiming that's them, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon replied, I'm confused. Don't you think he is adorable? Are you sure I can't make some dinner and have you discuss this with him? <laughs> and I didn't get any reply to that. So then I decided that Sharon should obviously send a picture of herself. Visual aid number two. Visual aid number two. Sharon replied, here is one of my recent photos. I was a little tired that day. Oops, let me get that posted in there. I can't wait. And it was a picture of Kate Winslet. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin replied, oh, he's a clam, all right. I'm sure a spitting image of his mother. No dinner. And this was, oh, but apparently he hadn't seen the picture yet. Yeah. Well, Sharon doesn't take no for an answer, and she replied, What about we meet up at the Dairy Queen tomorrow? You talk to Stevie and set him straight, and ice cream is on me. No reply. What do you say? Do you like ice cream? Kevin replied, No thanks. I'll trust that you discipline him. Well, Sharon wasn't done yet. he's still believing it, or did he not see the Kate Winslet picture? He saw the Kate Winslet picture, but as far as he knows, this is just a crazy person. Yeah. This is someone who's insane trying to pass off pictures of Kate Winslet as themselves. Okay. And so uh, so Sharon replied, are you sure? What about more of a mentor role? Can Stevie come to work with you? And uh, then I went on to go ahead and post another picture of Sharon just to try to entice him a little bit more. Visual aid number three. And this is a picture of uh, Kate Winslet at some like tournament with like her husband or something. And I just wrote, this is at the fair this summer. Oh my god, how long did you do this, Greg? This goes on for a little while. Well, we're going to be running out of time. <laughs> Kevin uh, replied, I don't work, I'm on disability, why don't you have that old coo cleaning on you, on you, mentor your delinquent son? And Sharon just replied, haha, he was just a friend, want to meet up for ice cream? Kevin replied, nope. <laughs> Sharon would not stop, what's your favorite flavor? Kevin replied, I gotta, I gotta go stand in line, please stop texting me, you and your son have wasted enough of my time. <laughs> Honest. <laughs> Fair enough. I waited a while and then replied, Hi, it's Sharon. Are you out of line yet? This is about three hours later. <laughs> this is actually after the show that Monday on the Super Bowl. <laughs> I know you are busy tomorrow, but Stevie and I are available today. Paolo would like to apologize, too. And then, <laughs> at this point, I was like, I know the game's going to be up pretty soon, so I'm just going to keep on doing this. Yeah. And I sent another pic- picture and just said, This is Stevie and I at dinner last night. Greg has photoshopped a picture of the guy he's calling Stevie that he found online. uh, Photoshopped his head onto the body of somebody that Kate Winslet is hugging. And then replied, so ice cream date it is? I think we would look great together. And because I couldn't get him to respond. And finally, I photoshopped a picture of Kevin onto this. I'm not going to post that picture in here. Yeah. But I photoshopped a picture of Kevin onto the Kate Winslet thing. And, uh, And then finally, I wrote... Well, okay, people who know this reference will know this reference. Do you honk if you love Kobe Bryant? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> for you longtime listeners, you will know what that means. That you know who Kevin is then. <laughs> that was played on us. And then uh, <laughs> Kevin just replied, no, but I know two people that do. Oh, you're going down. And that was about Oh, that. man, two people? Yeah. So, you yes, me down with you? You are going down too. And I talked to him. He's vindictive as fuck, too. God damn it, Greg. (laughs) 
So, yes, it's going to be bad. This Kevin is not very happy I about am this. talking to Kevin and telling him I had nothing to do with this. No way am I going down for something I didn't have any... No. It's too late. You're already associated with Oh, it. I don't... So I'm, I'm calling... I'm, sorry that took I'm so long. Him. I just wanted to make sure I got that out there. So that is what I did with my phone. <laughs> Metro PCS. Metro PCS had nothing to do with that, but... They are an awesome service. <laughs> they so, are. <laughs> Greg, was able to, <laughs> Greg was able to be on the phone for that long without it dying, mind you. That's a feat in and of oh, itself yeah, no. for a phone, like for you having a phone. Oh, no. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't have to. I hardly ever have to charge <laughs> So anyway, there we go. Now you will, uh, you know what's going on. So when uh, when the revenge does come, oh, it's going to be swift and brutal. God. You. I've got a lot of revenge coming. I am not a fan of yours right now. Well, and that's not the only person I did that to. So, okay. Uh, Scott and, and Kevin were... Two of them. There's more that'll come. Well, I am going to call Kevin and say I had nothing to do with that. Uh, people are asking if you get, uh, do you get your old numbers back, or are they gone forever? Nope, same nope. numbers. We can, you can transfer your number. Yeah, we're just waiting because you have to cancel my. Uh, we have to yeah. cancel our other service, and I still so we have. Over the number. I have to figure out how much I have to pay to get out of my bullshit Verizon contract because yep. they make you pay to get out of your contract. Whereas with Metro PCS, you don't have to. Well, and the great thing is, like seriously, as soon as we can get out of the other contract. I'm going to save hundreds Dude, of dollars. I feel a year. like I'm in like an, no joke, hundreds of dollars. Greg, a year. I honestly feel like I'm in an abusive relationship with Verizon because I'm a couple days late on my bill, and they keep calling me from secret numbers, yeah. like because they, they call you from all different numbers that are in the Portland metro area to make you think that somebody's calling you. Oh, and they're they're like, oh, you. hello, do not hang up. This is for I'm like you, son of a bitch. I cannot wait. Put my middle finger in your face. Hello, my friends. My <laughs> name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, I have a little heartwarming Valentine's Day story for you, since it is coming up tomorrow, Greg, just so you know. First up, out of New York, a New York man is putting up flyers promising a hundred American dollars to anyone who can reconnect him with a woman he met last year in time for Valentine's Day. That's a little sad. That's a lot. He's putting up flyers promising a hundred dollars to anyone who can help him find the lady that he met last year. This guy's name is Philip Dreiss, 57 years young. Said he met a woman during the summer last year while she was eating with a friend at a subway in New York. Now Dreiss, who is Haitian, says that he blames racial issues for his failure to get the woman's last name or phone number during their encounter because he believes that the only reason they weren't a match made in heaven right off the bat was because it was a biracial thing and they were both being careful. Or he's totally what? fucking creepy. Okay. Yes. Uh, so he said, as you can see, for some reason, he's making it a biracial thing. Uh, Dreiss said that he was eating his Subway sandwich when he was smitten with the woman that he saw at the Subway in New York this summer and wants to reconnect with her in time for Valentine's Day. The way you eat that meatball sub. So he's offering 100 American dollars for people. Uh, he says about her, she had those looks. Her whole demeanor was so fluid. How creepy. As she's eating a sandwich? Yeah. Her tone Who of looks voice. looks good eating a sandwich? Nobody. Her tone of voice, everything about her gave me an idea of a mermaid in my head. So, so on his flyers, and looking for the woman, he wrote, I lost a mermaid in downtown Brooklyn. Please tell me there's a picture of Ariel from the... From oh, the God, mermaid. I don't know if there's a picture, but he's been putting dozens of flyers up in areas, including uh, neighborhoods surrounding the subway where he first saw her eating. Uh, should you reunite us for Valentine's Day 2014, you will collect a $100 reward. So uh, Dreis, who, who admits his quest is not normal and an act of total desperation, says he plans to make good on the offer. 
He said, it's an incentive. I'm a businessman. I'm not asking anyone to do anything for free. So see, love is still alive and kicking. If he's willing to, you know, like, drop some money for his subway soulmate. A whole hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, if he does find her, I think that he should probably start making his reservations now because a McDonald's in Florida is taking special Valentine's Day reservations. Really? In Tampa. Oh, yes. Two Tampa uh, McDonald's locations have started taking reservations for Valentine's Day, and they are just pouring in because apparently that's romantic. Well, it's... It is Florida. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the store managers said, we have more reservations than we expected already, but we'll make it work and keep everyone happy and smiling because that is what we as McDonald's employees do best. And remember, this does not have to be romantic. It could be a dad taking his daughter for Valentine's dinner, and it could be special if they were just there at McDonald's to share it with us. Now, the fast food restaurants claim they already have 25 reservations between the two. So at least 25 different pairs of people are going to McDonald's. Are these surprise surprise uh, destinations? Like, surprise, I made reservations for us for a very special night? I think that you can't... Well, I mean, if it's clearly it's a reservation, Greg. That means you can do it in advance and surprise... How oh would you God. feel if somebody surprised you? <laughs> so I'm going to take you out to dinner. You have to have reservations. See, I'm pretty easy going. I think that might be kind of funny. Yeah. And plus, Valentine's Day has never really held much merit to me. Right. In a relationship or not. It's, I just look at it as kind of sad. Like, you see all these couples playing these parts of trying to look like they're doing the right thing. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. So I, I might find it a, a little hilarious to go to McDonald's on Valentine's Day. Uh, also, so what they say, what you get for your reservation is there, there'll be a section reserved for those Valentine's Day diners and the tables will be decorated with tablecloths with flowers and hearts everywhere. That's the most depressing thing ever. The servers will be nicely dressed and take everyone's orders. So the staff is very excited for the big day. Of course, they can't serve alcohol there, but there are very pretty fancy glasses that they can drink sodas out of. Fancy glasses for soda at the McDonald's? Yes. Wow. Next up to Chicago, we go. This is kind of a genius idea. I wish I would have thought of it. So we've all heard of Kickstarter, of course. Yes. Uh, A man in Chicago... Decided to start a Kickstarter to raise $8 to buy a chicken burrito from Chipotle. And in turn has already raised over $650 from over 170 backers. Wow. He just wanted to buy an $8 burrito. Has made $650. Seriously? Yes. Somebody <laughs> is giving him money. What do they get out of this Kickstarter fund? I thought you had to right. give something back. So the Chicago resident originally offered up his services to test the burrito to let people know how tasty it was on a scale from no to wow. Uh, so what he wrote on his Kickstarter was just how delicious is a chicken burrito from my local Chipotle? I will find and display the answer in a creative presentation. He was very satisfied with his burrito, giving it a yum. People were so enamored with his burrito eating prowess that they kept donating money. He expanded the campaign to include a test to truly see how the burrito flavors changed when uh, it is leftover meal. Who has this money that they're just giving this guy to go eat burritos? <laughs> I don't know. Then they opted. Then uh, he kept getting money, so then he opted to further expand it to consuming 24 variations of the Chipotle chicken burrito and displaying the results of which one is the tastiest in a graph. The only person I would give money to is the uh, what, is, what was it, the Five Guys cheeseburgers or whatever the the cheeseburger guy. Damn! 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 Oh. You love that cheeseburger the fries, guy. The fries by back, my man. For the final goal of his Kickstarter campaign, I, I don't know if this has been reached yet, he's offering to take the plunge and consume a burrito whilst skydiving. 
He said the other night I, mean, I was more thinking more power to him If he can get people to pay for that Just to pay him to eat burritos I will tell you right now I will go skydiving and eat a burrito If, if people paid for it I want to go skydiving And if I can get it paid for And a bur- tasty burrito <laughs> out of the deal Absolutely Someone wants to cover Craig, up should we start our money. own Kickstarter campaign To get yeah. people to buy us burritos Yes I love that idea I absolutely love that Because I mean If someone were willing to do it I would uh, I'll say right now Yeah I, Although I've made way too many Proclamations that are coming true On this show Anytime I say something like this, somebody actually backs it up. Yeah, we still have a pizza to eat. Well, yeah, we still have a pizza Which to eat. Which I love pizza, so yes. I don't know why you're dragging your heels. No, no, we'll we'll eat the pizza. Uh, yeah, I'll skydive and eat a burrito. Yeah. I'll totally do it. All right, well, there you go. So he's raised over 650 American dollars I'll do it for burritos. Finally, this story <laughs> made me think of you, Greg. I'll actually have two, two brief more stories. A 10-year-old Norwegian boy came up with the novel excuse after he drove his parents' car into a snowy ditch on Wednesday morning. He told police that, no, 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 he wasn't a child. He was just a dwarf who forgot his driver's license. <laughs> this is a kid that said Yeah, so he's a 10-year-old kid who, when asked where his driver's license was, he's like, no, 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 I'm a, I'm a dwarf. I just forgot my driver's license that's a, at home. That's a pretty genius response for yes, a 10-year-old. Yes, So this boy lives uh, outside of Oslo. Uh, sometime... Let's see, on Wednesday morning, he he got into the car and decided to go for a drive because he wanted to go and visit his grandparents, and his parents were asleep. Uh, he drove more than 10 kilometers before he veered off the road. He's okay. Uh, but a snowplow driver found him and alerted the police. When the police showed up, the boy told the snowplow driver and the police that he was a dwarf <laughs> and forgot his driver's license, and he's totally okay to drive. Police say no charges were filed, and the case was closed. No charges were filed? They didn't Mm-mm. do anything about the parents? I guess I don't know what you do in that. I guess I don't really. Their, I'm not familiar it's with their problem Norwegian law. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe this happens all the time. Maybe. And finally, Greg, I know that you were probably going to be a little nervous about this. I don't know if you saw this, but did you hear the rumors that the gathering of the Juggalos might be canceled this year? I actually have heard those Greg, rumors. Let me put your mind at ease. So the gathering of the Juggalos has lost. It's Missouri camp uh, campsite. It's campground that they had to re-put the gathering at because of a local outcry. But Psychopathic Re- Records says that in no way is ICP's 2014 gathering of the Juggalos Festival canceled. None whatsoever. So nearly two weeks ago, Insane Clown Posse's independent label, Psychopathic Records, publicly announced a new location for the 15th. Oh my God, they've had 15. Wow. 15th annual gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah, the kids that were conceived of that first one are now going oh, to Oh, gross. Going to the gathering of the Juggalos. You and know you know that's true, too. You know what's There's so a weird? a whole generation that grew up on gathering of the Juggalos. Just side note real quick. This isn't gross, but a guy that I graduated high school with, my mom teaches you know junior high, junior high kids. Uh-huh. One of her kids is the son of a guy that I graduated with. Yeah. It doesn't even make any sense. I'm yeah. just like, oh, I'm like, maybe that's his brother. No, that's his son. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make any Welcome sense. Welcome to getting older. Ah! So the 15th annual uh, annual gathering of the Juggalos, a 300-acre place that they call Cry Baby Camp Brand, uh, Campground in Kaiser, Missouri. What do they call it? Cry Baby Campground. Okay. Uh, tickets went on sale last Friday. Lodging options quickly sold out. Oh, my God. That sold out. So, unfortunately, the Missouri locals staged a protest... A five-day protest, actually. And uh, they actually were successful in getting the gathering of the Juggalos canceled. So now they're scrambling to find a new place to gather all of you Juggalos. Uh, so they're all just wandering around They're just right wandering now, around trying to, to find a home, Greg. They're trying to find Give a home. Give them a home. Give a Juggalo a home, Greg. 
That sounds like a Juggalo song. It's kind of like when they were trying to move like Yucca Mountain, like where the uh, nuclear dumping was going to be. Like somebody's got to take it. Somebody's got to take it on. So somewhere out there, some state's going to get screwed up. Well, some, where do you think it would be? Where do you think it would? Oregon? I don't know. Missouri seems like a great place. I don't. don't could you see it in Oregon? Nah, the only place I could see it in Oregon is maybe like way out, like Eastern Oregon or something like that. Well, I don't know. I suppose it's it's hard to say. Juggalos are everywhere. Oregon doesn't really seem like a juggalo because you can't get Fago here. It's oh, got to be somewhere true. in the Midwest. So no, we'd be out of it. I, I would picture it being in like uh, like Idaho. Yeah, I can't get Fago there either, though. But um, they bring their own Fago. It's not like there are convenience stores oh, where I they go. I don't think they would be welcome in Idaho. I think that could get really ugly really quick. Yeah. I vote Michigan. I'm just going to put it on Michigan. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, my friends. That is your world of crazy. Crazy. All right, well, we do have our special guest who's going to be joining us here in just a minute. So should we take a break Let's and, do it. Uh, and bring him in? Mm-hmm. And then maybe while he's here, we can do a little bit of, a little bit of ball talk. Oh, doing it in front of the sport guy. That's yeah, pretty I know. bold. I know. It's a bold move. That's like me doing my crazy in front of like Gallagher or something. Like, <laughs> God. That's a pretty good comparison. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All, all right. right. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Go. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to well, not at the moment. Uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. You would Always think a good Reece laugh Dar- there. You would think Reese Darby is the only person we've ever interviewed. Well, I'm sorry. Reece you Darby. have the other one from Brian Pesane. I'm just waiting for you, Greg. Well, you know you have like 20 other ones in there, too. But I know Reese Darby's pretty damn good. It is pretty good. It is pretty good. I can only listen to Harlan Williams do that little bird thing. Talk that he to does. his bird. Yes, talk yeah, to his bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank <laughs> you so much for tuning in. And we are joined now. By a celebrity. By a celebrity. He a is myth, a celebrity. A legend. A legend. And he's here. Yes. Sitting here right now. Drinking water. Yes, he's drinking water. I'm he's drinking water. The scenes right now. He, he doesn't Smart like, water. Yeah, it has electrolytes. It does indeed. Ladies water and like gentlemen. in the toilet? Mr. John Nakrovka. <laughs> hello, sir. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, How John. How are you guys? Good. Should we call you Big John? You can if you want. What do you go by? Do you go by John or Big John? Go by a little bit of everything? I grew up as John John because I was John Jr. John John. But Big John came after. And it was okay. Luke It was Luke in high school because no one could say Nakrovka. So it's oh, weird. If, I, if, I'm yeah, okay. out, if I'm out and about now to this day... And I hear someone holler, Luke. I know Ooh. I know right away it's someone from back in the day because no okay. one could say my last name. So. Someone say Jean-Luc. That must have been weird when Babbitt was on the team then. <laughs> <laughs> Babbitt. Uh, so, I, I, I got more playing time than I could. Uh, <laughs> so John works for the Portland Trailblazers. Now, we were trying to explain. We know you do important things. We know you're super fancy. But we don't <laughs> yeah. know exactly... We we didn't know how to exactly describe what you do. You just you're doing a bunch of stuff. You're on like the team yeah. plane. You're doing all kinds of stuff, but we don't know exactly what it is that that you do. Um, I'm on the TV broadcast, mm-hmm. and gosh, I wonder how my voice sounds on the quality radio. It does. Oh, it hello, sounds good. Hello. Oh yeah. I hear some dulcet tones. Sweet over tones there. there. <laughs> um, I work on the broadcast, and I'm actually in in the trailer in the TV truck, uh-huh. and I'm kind of just in charge of uh, all the highlights and replays, highlight packages. <gasps> Yeah, music videos coming uh-huh. back into the fourth quarter. You know, we kind of just recap the night. And uh, been really busy these last couple of nights because yeah. we also deal with uh, the referees. 
Oh, really? So yes. when they see the replay, that's you guys Correct. providing so like that? the Oklahoma City game two nights ago, there was all those... I mean, we they went to us like four times down the stretch. Yeah. And we've got them in the headsets. And... Uh, we know what they want to see before they even know what they want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, um, I work with Jeff, the producer. Jeff Curtin. On Jeff Curtin. Yeah. The yeah. Um, he's nothing without me. He's of been course. riding my riding my <laughs> coattails for years. If, he, if he's listening. Being called out, Jeff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I no, love but, me some but, Jeff Curtin. <laughs> yeah. But they, um, they're they in our headsets. And so we know exactly what they want to see. And mm. so who the ball goes off. And there's rules now. The league has changed things up. Yeah. Where you can only look at replays like the last two minutes of the game in overtime. There's so right. many weird little rules yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's changed. And a lot of, some people complain that it slows things down. But, you know, I'm like, if they have the technology, mm-hmm. no, you can apply that to anything. If there's technology to make it right, you yeah. as well. Right. Yeah. As well. Especially yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know? So it's it's kind of crazy. It's, yeah. It's kind of in your hands. Wait, so, so you're in there. We're watching in, the yeah. game and they, they show the refs, you know, looking through that. That's you providing that. Yes, and we oh, do the replays. Right. And we've got a little, I work on a machine. Uh, it's called an EVS. It's weird. It's called an Elvis. Mm-hmm. I'm an Elvis operator in the industry. <laughs> I don't know what EVS stands for. It's from Europe somewhere. <laughs> but I was going to ask. Yeah. You know no, it's like it? electronic <laughs> video something, I think, is what it is. But it, anywhere in the world. So when I'm not working for the Blazers, I do uh, boxing for HBO or golf for the Golf Channel. And so we can go anywhere. We did fights last summer in Buenos Aires and London. And oh my wow. no matter where you go, that same box is there and runs the exact same way. So, so you, once you cool. master the box, you can yeah. kind of go to any yeah. of these places. That's what she said. Oh, <laughs> I like it. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, and they, uh, uh, it, no matter where you go, it's the same same setup and same situation. So it doesn't matter if it's the dog show for the Animal Planet channel. Have you done a dog yeah, show? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. We it's should real. do it out at... Uh, uh, the convention center. Well, oh the yeah, convention center, um, but out by uh, Jansen Beach and Delta yeah. Park. Uh-huh. I know which one. Hall. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm forgetting the name of that too. But yeah, yeah. I remember they used to have the animal yeah. shows. Out but there. it's pretty that's sweet, c- man. And that's and that. I mean, completely different than doing the U.S. Open or doing some sort of other event. And yeah. it's funny. You could always say, "Check out that bitch on camera three. <laughs> and you're not. And you're not going <laughs> to get in trouble. You're fine. You're going to get in trouble. It's proper term. So anyway, they pay me to watch sports. Is what I always tell people. And. I mean, I'd be sitting at home watching it anyway. I'm sorry, I'm just fascinated by this. So when you're in the when you're in the trailer and you're watching the chart, are you just constantly watching it and then like like marking things to yeah. make sure to go and back? So and so there's save another them? guy sitting next to me, and uh, we can take in you know like on our truck like ten different cameras. Mm-hmm. So if there's you know if there's a Damian Lillard fast break for a dunk. I've got eight different angles of it, huh. and it's literally it's it's like it's like a souped up version of your DVR at home. Uh-huh. You know, you record a show. And I'm not going to get all geeky, but it just becomes a media clip, just yeah. like a clip of this show. And then I, we just chop that up. Mm-hmm. And so we'll label it Damian Lillard Fast Break. And so I've got eight angles to go to. So if you ever see those music videos where it cuts around real fast and music and dunks and all that, uh-huh. I'm just taking each individual clip and chopping it up. Oh, that's fascinating. That's awesome. Cool. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's like being a DJ. And so I used yeah. to DJ back in, you know, post high school and uh-huh. pay the bills and stuff. So it's kind of the same thing. You're just taking little pieces and mixing them together. How did you learn to do this? What made you decide to do yeah, that? Yeah, it's weird. You know, it's, I always tell the story. I was, uh, it was weird. I was washing cars at a car dealership. Mm. I was on 35th and Sandy. I'm from the neighborhood from Northeast Portland. I was washing cars, 475 an hour, playing basketball in a couple city leagues. Grew up a fan of the game. Mm -hmm. My parents said, we're Blazer fans, used to take me to the Coliseum. Met a guy playing basketball who was, excuse me, where's my cough button? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'll point His to name's you. Greg. I'll point to you every time I call. Oh, right, yeah, I'll be uh, right on that one. I know just enough about this to get in trouble. <laughs> and for any of you guys listening out here, this is a pretty kick-ass Yeah, thing. thank you. We always no, like when people awesome. come in and they're nice about this. Yeah, studio. well, you always think about, you don't, you know, you just hear it. You don't see how right. it all is done. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to imagine. We started in Greg's spare bedroom, so this is definitely a step right. up. You guys yeah. aren't as famous as me, so you I won't know. be able to come in here like this. Uh, but no, but I, <laughs> I met a guy playing basketball, and he said... Uh, just got became real close with him, and uh, he's a camera guy down there part time. Mm-hmm. He says, "You want to come down and hold the cable for me on the floor?" I was like, "Get out of here!" And they were paying you fifty bucks and giving you dinner, and I was oh, like, yeah. "Oh yeah!" And I was like, "That's more than I make in a couple of days at work." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Heck yeah!" <laughs> and then uh, just one step to another, and I went out to Mountain Community College. They have a TV production. They have that radio program. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. Now it's like one big, uh, one big uh, multimedia. They have editing and TV and radio is all one big thing out there. And those guys are great out there, man, if anybody's – I mean, you guys probably dealt with people that even went out there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Went there, learned all the basics, and uh, next thing you know, I don't know, 18 months later, I was down on the court holding the cable. And then I said, no, nah, you know what? I Made wanted. you away from the I did, cable? Yeah, I did a documentary <laughs> as my final project in Mount Hood. I call it a documentary. It was like a little 15-minute piece. Uh, but I grew up with a bunch of guys in the neighborhood and Terrell Brandon who played in the NBA and – Damon Stoudemire and those guys were all the same age. And so I went to the parks, got everybody together, did a cool little behind-the-scenes look at basketball in the city of Portland and what it meant to us growing up and showed it to some people. I don't think that got me the job, but mm-hmm. it made connections. Yeah. yeah. And uh, next thing you know, I was in the truck, and I knew the game. I know the game like crazy. And so it was just a matter of learning the learning the equipment. And the funny yeah. thing is, right before all that happened, my girlfriend of like five years totally dumped me oh. and and told me. She came in. I was sitting in there watching basketball. I was like, baby, hold on. This game's almost over. She says, all you do is sit around and watch basketball. What's that going to do for you? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Totally broke my heart. Oh. And, uh, what a yeah. bitch. Yeah. Where, wherever she's at now. She's a listener. You're a bitch. <laughs> but it was actually, it was motivation for me. I, I'm that type of guy that needs motivation. Yeah. A little yeah. fire under my ass to get going. So. Yeah. Well, and now that fire was lit and now you're doing some pretty cool shit. I love it, man. I've been to Greece for the Olympics. Been wherever. Wow. Yeah. So oh kind of do Dude, anything. that is bad. Yeah, so what, like when the season's done, do you just like pick from which job you want to go? Yeah, and I mean, in this type of thing, I mean, in freelance TV and stuff, and it doesn't matter what your position is, you you sink or swim. Mm -hmm. It's like anything else. Yeah. And so I've worked with guys that, you know, I've had guys who train me who I've moved past, and I've known guys come in that I've trained that just didn't understand it. Mm -hmm. And you you screw up enough times Mm -hmm. from a client, they're not going to want you back. Oh, no. Right. So you just kind of just do it. And then, like, the Golf Channel came through a couple years ago to do a tournament, like, seven years ago or so. And next thing you know, I got a call. And so I've done, like, the last seven U.S. Opens, PGA Championships and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah, so they'll shoot me out to go do that kind of stuff. That is so random. And now with this boxing, with the NBA lockout. Oh, yeah. uh, I was dying. I was like, whoa, man, because the Blazers is pretty much my major thing. Mm -hmm. Dude, when we had to do the show every day, not being able to talk about basketball. How do you do that? So anybody that doesn't know, if you're a newer listener, uh, Sarah and I did a show called Sportlandia for the Trailblazers Mm. for like two and a half, three years. And when the NBA lockout happened, which basically all the players were locked out, you couldn't talk about any (laughs) current player in the NBA. Or the NBA. Or anything. We had to do a daily show. Talking about the NBA where we couldn't mention the players. Yeah. It was like a potential million-dollar fine if we mentioned, like, LaMarcus Aldridge or we said Kobe Bryant. And for you out there, that's like uh, hosting Jeopardy and Alex not being able to ask any questions. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. was it. And every day, I mean, it was a very fu- – I mean, it sucked, it but it was also a fun challenge. because, yeah. And we did it. 
I yeah. We did it the entire time. I don't so you guys are like, so that one tall black guy <laughs> is doing that one thing. And I wonder if that other short white guy is going to do this. I, mean, like, I don't know how you guys did it. No, we us. talked uh, a lot about lot, soccer. A lot about soccer. A lot about Clyde Drexler because we can talk go. about him. That's funny. Clyde and Drexler, Bill Walton. Players. Weren't they awesome? Yeah. Clyde Drexler That's every fun. day. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was yeah. tough. That was a fun challenge, though. I'm glad we made it through that. Yeah. We never messed up once. Mm-mm. We never said anybody's name. I remember when Mike Rice during that. Or Mike, Mike Rice the first did. Day. screwed up yeah. every day. Yeah. yeah. If you guys at home, that Mike Rice is the announcer for the Blazers, and he's an absolute nut job. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. He is my favorite part of watching the games, I think. I like to play. I'm, I'm not saying that he's drunk, but I mean, I like to like right. try and watch and see. Like, how oh, many guys And you know what? And I'll, I'll put had. it out there. I don't know if a lot of your fans watch the games and stuff, but. People crack on him and stuff like that because he's an easy guy to joke with. Uh-huh. I mean, that's why I think I get along with him. So we sit next to each other on the plane and have for years. So you guys always have your like same seats. Yeah. All and, right. And and I mean, I'm cutting his steak sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's asleep like this, drooling, and I got to tell the flight attendant, yeah, he likes oatmeal cookies, and so they'll bring an oatmeal cookie for him. Aww. I tuck him in at night. The funniest thing is now is he can't get his computer to work, and so I just travel my iPad as well. And I set it up for him and put the movie on. <laughs> That's so nice of you. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of the running joke. I liked I, him. I babysit him. When we met him, um, met him a few times, and he's just a he's a squirrely guy. Right. I like yeah. that. He's a feisty old you're a feisty old grandpa. Mm. And I'll yeah. tell you what, though, like I said, people joke a lot of stuff because he's he puts it out there, so you give it mm-hmm. back to him. Mm-hmm. But when we go to other markets, and it doesn't matter if we're in Philly or if we're in L.A. or wherever, Chicago. Either the refs or some old school commentator, an ex player, the GMs. Whatever bigwig you see there, mm-hmm. boom, they walk right over to Rice, shake his hands, give him props. I mean, this guy's very, very well respected. Wow. Yeah. And so, you know, That's like I cool. said, he puts it out there, so he deserves all the ribbing he gets. Oh, yeah. But deep down, if anybody, I mean, that guy is, is squared away. Mm. He knows his stuff. I still call him coach. I mean, the guy's a genius. Yeah. Yeah. So, nah, he's, he's, he's a really, really good guy. He, <laughs> makes, he makes it fun, man. Yeah. Oh, I would imagine. Yeah, we hit up movies and go do stuff on the road. That's my road wife. Yeah, what do you guys do on the road? So, like, say you you have like a you know three days in between games. Like, say you're going, to, you play in, in New York. You got three days till you play Indiana or something like that. What do you do with all that downtime? Um, it depends. You buy shoes, don't you? Uh, I see no, all your shoe stop, pictures. Stop. <laughs> I am a, I am a shoe whore. Well, I grew up in Portland, yeah. and in the neighborhood, you're either someone worked at Nike or Adidas, and you always had shoes. And man, I just became a shoe whore. You and Casey Holdall. Yeah, Casey's a little. He's a little extreme. Mm. He gets into all that what they're called and yeah. Some of that kind of, if they look cool, I'll just grab them. But now with kids, I got two little ones. Oh, yeah, I got two little ones: uh, Drexler and Sabonis. <laughs> no, 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 no. Miles, and, have- Miles and Olivia. My dog's name. I do have two dogs though: Charles Barkley and Rudy Fernandez. <laughs> Rudy Fernandez. Yes, he's, awesome. he's, he's half Chihuahua, half Jack Russell. Oh, that's perfect. So when Ru- and my daughter's eight and my son is 12. And when Ru- we're just going off on some Do you say stuff. the full names? Oh, yeah. Rudy <laughs> Fernandez, Luke Krofka, and Charles Barkley, Luke Krofka. It even says it on their tag. <laughs> uh, but when we traded, uh, uh, when we let, when we traded Rudy, my daughter's like six. She goes, Dad, do we have to change Rudy's name? <laughs> so she got over. But... Uh, no, 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 no. So she's was, one of the many ladies that were crying when Rudy yes, was traded. Exactly, Rudy. That's a funny good dude right there, man. He was actually a really good. Guy. Yeah, we interviewed him a couple times. Yeah. He was very. Yeah. He's. Uh, he was very gentle. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Didn't she, like opening up and stuff. Mm, really yeah. gentle, but man, he's big time. Yeah. You go on the East Coast, and it was just nuts. New York yeah. and Miami and stuff like that. He was a star. Mm. Yeah. Crazy. But no shoes. So yeah. Yeah. I'm so just, stuff, on the, road, so stuff on the road. So you guys go stuff on the road. And it depends, man. A lot of times, I think sometimes people think we're just out having a blast. I don't even play, mm. and it's just it just takes a toll. Like, I just got back. So we just had the Oklahoma City Clipper back-to-back. Mm. 
we landed last night at 2 a.m. I mean, and we got to the hotel at 2 the night before in L.A. Excuse me. I go to sleep. I wake up, and we're at the arena about seven hours before the game starts. We're there at noon. I'm beat. And yeah. these guys are out there, LaMarcus, and those guys are out there playing 40 minutes. I don't know how they do it. It wears me out. Yeah. But uh, on the road, you get an off day. We, we kind of do our own thing. Mm-hmm. Like this last road trip, we had an off day in New York, which was great. Yeah. Uh, and then the complete opposite, Indianapolis. <laughs> so you go to yeah. Indianapolis or Milwaukee. Sorry if you guys are out there, Indianapolis or Milwaukee. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to get any response. Oh, no, we do. We have people in Indianapolis and Milwaukee. <laughs> well, then they know what I'm yeah. talking about. It's no surprise. I mean, they can, they can prop their city or prep their city all they want. They know what I'm talking about. That's one of those, you know, blinds closed, just hanging out all mm. day, watching them, catching up on movies. Yeah. Orange is the new black. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Uh, but, yeah, but that, uh, but when we hit the city, I mean, like New York, it was great. Mm-hmm. Woke up. Man, I just it doesn't matter how many times you go to a place like that. Does just, it ever get less, uh, I don't know, like trippy to like, be going on to the team plane? I mean, like, oh, I'm traveling with an NBA team. You know what's weird is I really do uh, – I've gotten used to it. Yeah. I never thought I would, but, yeah, mm-hmm. I got used to it. The first couple of times it was crazy. Yeah. I was like, whoa, man, this is nuts. And like I said, I had just come from washing cars. It was a pretty yeah. quick turnaround. Yeah. And then I got in the business, and like two years later, I was traveling with the team. Mm-hmm. The guy who trained me uh, traveled just too much, and his wife said enough's enough. And so uh, – yeah, it took it, at first. It was crazy. Mm. Walk on the plane and see the players, and you get to start, you know, start to get to know them and stuff. But you know, I know my place. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just on there, and most of the, you know, I can only think of a couple over the years where it was like, oh, that guy's kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. But I mean, 99 percent of the guys have always been real cool. Coaches are always nice. How many you know years? your place. There's yeah. a loss. You just go sit in your seat. Yep. Quiet. Put the headsets on, and boom. There's a win. You know, everybody's a little bit more open to joking mm-hmm. around and stuff. But this year's team, they're. Uh, it's all business. I mean, like, even after those big wins we had at the beginning of the year, we're starting to play mm-hmm. a little rough lately. But mm. even after some of the big wins, there's not too many highs and not too many lows. Nice. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, you've seen – if you've been working there for how long? Uh, I started working down there 2000, but I started traveling with the team f- spring of 03, 04. So this is like my ninth year traveling. Dang. You've seen a big difference in the teams oh, yeah. that played for the Blazers. Yeah, since we then. had some of the old yeah. school guys. That first flight, that my first trip, we still had uh, – Sheed, Zebo, wow, uh, Zach Randolph, um, Ruben Patterson. <laughs> we had some, him. we had some yeah. rough ones, man. <laughs> and so I thought I was the thug of the group, man. But no <laughs> way, man. Those guys were great. And and you know what's funny is a guy like Zebo, man. That guy Zach Randolph is the nicest dude you've ever met. Yeah, he comes up to you to this day. Hey, man, how's it going? You know, just a nice guy. Just some people don't, you know, they put themselves in bad situations and yeah. make some bad decisions, yeah. which I'm sure some of you have done. Right. None of us have. No. Never. 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 But it's, it's kind of interesting, man. You get you forget. And then people just realize, and I need to remind myself, they're just kids, man, who are tall and play sports. They, mm. Every time I look at Myers Leonard, I'm like, God, that guy's like, yeah. what, 20? Because when we interviewed him, he had his retainer in. Right. And we were talking to him, I'm like, yeah. he is a child. Yeah. You know the best one? Real, real quick. Greg Oden and I used to always trade DVDs. This was before, well, this is long enough ago where we weren't everything streaming. Yeah. Right. So we had DVDs and I had my packs and the guys always knew to come to me for movies. And I gave him my, he said, oh, John, here, you're good. Just take that for a trip. I was like, oh, right on. Opened it up, Gossip Girls, Shrek, <laughs> all this stuff. And I'm like, Greg, dog, I'm trying. I want some kick-ass violent Don't movies. Don't you hear anything bad about Gossip Girls. It's a fantastic well, show. And then, and then he, he said to me, he grabs my arm. He's like, John, don't tell anybody about Gossip Girls. He said the same <laughs> thing you just did. A little bit more imposing than what Sarah 
Sarah. <laughs> Greg Owens a little bit more imposing than Sarah. No. And I was like, Greg, I wasn't going to say a word. Went straight home and told my wife. <laughs> and she just started cracking up. And then she just finally watched that. Uh, Leah just finally watched that. And so what did she think? Just last year, absolutely hooked on it's it. It's amazing. And so I went. I saw her like two episodes in, and I knew she was hooked. Mm-hmm. And I, so I went and Googled who the Gossip Girl was. You did? Yeah. You dick? Yeah. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, and I was purposely going, that chick is shady. That has to be it. Because it's the guy. Uh, oh, no. We, we've actually must- already given. No, okay. we've given a spoiler. We give, we give a spoiler. Because okay. I do a, a bit every once in a while called uh, Sarah Watches Bad TV so you yes. don't have to. And yes. I gave a synopsis of Gossip Girl. And a lot of people don't know is the Gossip Girl, that guy, was on Lost. If you look at the fr- No, he wasn't. I just thought. Da- I was like, Daniel Humphrey <laughs> was not on Lost. Did you see her go cross-eyed? I yeah. Did. She's just thinking about it now. Speaking Excuse of Lost, me. I yes. don't want to go off track. No, no. Is that what you're going to talk about? Well, and for you, you set up, you guys you used to be on a show. Yes. Yes. No, we've been talking about, we actually uh, were talking about Rick today. So uh, uh-huh. the Rick Emerson show yes. is where we both came from, interesting I, with you. Yep. I will, I will make this two minutes. I don't want to take up all your time. <laughs> Piss fine. off all your sponsors. <laughs> no, it's fine. You guys got rid of me after 10 minutes last time. <laughs> all right. Well, it's good having John. Uh, we're going to go Real quickly, <laughs> what, 2002, 2003? I'm living in our old house, knew some people, that, and somebody said, he said, hey, man, you'd love this show on the radio, blah, and I was like, I didn't ever listen to radio. Uh-huh. I was always listening to music, and I'm free with my schedule now sometimes in the summer. I was like, okay, found it, and I don't know which show it was. If 2002, that would have been Hot Talk 1080. Yes. K-O-T-K. And man, I used to sit out in the summer, I was playing basketball, washing my car, listen, I'm like, these guys are great. <laughs> and I actually started listening right before you came on. Mm-hmm. There was another woman. Christina. Christina. I went to college with her. It was random. I had no really? idea. Yeah. yeah, Christina and I, we were actually in the same sorority, and I'm oh, not kidding. Crazy. It was bizarre. Did you know each other? Yeah. Oh, we knew each other. I had no idea. She left college, though, and I never knew what happened to her, and I walked in. I'm like, And then Sarah stole her job. And then I stole her job. Yeah, well, it happened. Well, she's popped out, like, four kids now. I think I found her on the internet the other day. She's a fertile one. Or five. I think she has five children. Wow. Wow. Yeah. She moved to Salt Lake? She's been busy. Uh, Sorry, sorry, Rick Emerson. (laughs) (laughs) She moved, uh, I think, like, in southern Oregon somewhere. Someplace more rural. So they tell me about the show. I start listening. I'm hooked. And this was pre-iTunes, man, and and I was just sitting there. I'm trying to catch it when I can. I'm loving it. Then we move on and we move on. And I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm listening. And then you guys go off the air uh, one of the times. Who knows what time? Yeah, we were fired. Uh, so we moved from 1080 to 910. And then we were fired after 910 right. and then rehired on 970. And when you guys, and that's when they did the coffee cup thing. Yeah. So look at me knowing all this. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hooked. I'm into all this, blah, blah, blah. And then I start traveling a bunch in the winter, and so I'm missing the shows. But then you guys started streaming them. And so the crazy thing is now for everybody out there, you can now listen to them. They're not on iTunes anymore. Okay, I they're gone. They're, they're not on iTunes anymore. I don't anymore. know, yeah. I, I don't know how because I'm not. But I found all the episodes and downloaded them and had them. I had them in a folder on my desktop of my MacBook. <laughs> and would slowly listen to him. I'm a geek. so You're not alone, my friend. I hear a forward, lot of people say fast that. Fast forward. See, right now I'm getting goosebumps hearing her voice. <laughs> fast forward. Nerd. Fast forward. Want me to boost her up a little yes, bit? Yes, please. Shut Just, up, there you Greg. Go. Stop it. Wow, exactly. Stop it, Greg. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do that again. Stop it. So I walk onto the Trailblazer Court, and the streams had crossed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my sports professional world had gone, and all of a sudden, my favorite show on earth, because I hadn't heard you guys in forever. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what? And then I said, Sarah Dillon. 
And you might not remember, but you guys. <gasps> oh were no, sitting I there. remember that was the first you day that we got to there. touch the court. Oh yeah, was that was that that was when we were sitting down in the corner? Yes. I remember it. It was our first our first show. Is that when the cleaning lady came through the middle of the show? Yes, and she wouldn't move. Yeah, yeah, that was her. But I remember because I had recognized you, and I'm like, that's John Lukrovka. And you were like, you're Sarah. I swear. And I was like, and you're Sarah Dillon. I'm like, all right, we know each other. Well, I went up to her like Sarah, like because I'd shared so much with her. Yeah, and she didn't know it. Right. Yeah. But I shared so much stuff with her after all these years, and it was like. I met Moses Malone for the first time, ex NBA. Wow! I, had, I got sweats, and that's that was the second time. That was the most excited I'd been. Wow, you're oh my with Moses gosh. Malone. Google Moses. You guys. I want to Google yeah. Moses Malone. Yeah, that's a big so, deal. Anyway, fast forward. I've made this long enough. Love the show. Love Rick. Love it. And so that was the thing with you. I have. Mm. I haven't got to Greg on the show yet. Mm. See, I came on after the show went to KUFO because I was yes. working on jamming and moving. I was a jamming DJ. So that's how Greg uh, and I became friends because we worked in studios across uh, from each no. other. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, so I worked on jamming and then I did KUFO like weekends and nights Give and stuff like that. Give me your jamming voice. Yeah, do you? jamming voice. Oh, I haven't done the jamming voice Hit the post. See, I know that. I don't know if I, I can know. do it with a cold. I don't, uh, let me think Greg, here. come on. You're a game day player. You can do All it right, with well, a cold. All right, well, i got to think about it. Um, Step it up. Hey, tuning into the new Jammin' 107.5 right now. I want everybody to give a shout-out to Carly. It's her birthday out in Beaverton. We've got a new cut coming up from Lil Wayne in about 10 minutes. And your chance to win some tickets. Hit me up with a text 58881. Here it is, Kanye. Wow. Something like that. Oh. That is outstanding. Uh, that that a little rusty. Out, that was good. A little rusty. I'm He's impressed. show off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Greg came on to the Rick yes. show, and he would start to do – he was like the sports guy. So this is when he started his bit ball talk because yes. Rick knows nothing about sports. Right. And so we would actually have Greg on to explain. And I I didn't know much about sports at that right, point yeah. either. And so Greg would come on and kind of talk to three idiots who didn't know what they were talking and about. And I think yeah. I ended yeah. up catching a couple of yeah. episodes live randomly. Yeah. But now what I'm telling you now is now I've got every episode from like 06 on some random website that <laughs> oh, I'm no, I think to. it's a sanctioned site. Okay. Actually, I think I know what you're talking about. All yeah, I know yeah. is I can even tell you the day I'm at, and you're going to laugh. I'm at... February 6, 2009. Oh my gosh, that's almost five years ago. So Obama had just got elected. They mention, Greg, every now and then about random station stuff. Okay. Before, so I don't know if you had met, or he was in a band or something. (gasps) Yeah, Yeah. I did that. Yeah, we had a... With Richie Bristol? Well, there was that. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, That was probably during Richie's drag phase. See, so here's the thing. That's what's cool. I'm. I now can hit pause. God, this, I'm such a nerd. <laughs> do it. Do I'm it. Such a nerd. I'll be. In, I'll be in the Ritz Carlton, Chicago, pushing pause on four year old podcast. Right. And oh, I'm just. I'm speechless. Obama. You guys are just like, who is this geek? Obama has been elected. Richie's a drag queen. Yes. You're having unemployed people come in because they just gave Riley the axe, which made <gasps> oh, me, I, God, I almost cried. Oh, God, that was cried. such an well, awful this, time. For anybody oh, who knows, so the Rick that. Emerson Show, which this is going way that for, for some people. Yeah, sorry, you guys. I don't mean to oh, bring no, up this all this. Is no, no, this not at all. Because this explains well, another reason why it's a big deal at the, at the party coming up, why everybody's going to be there. So, so Rick and Sim and Tara... <laughs> Rick and Tim and Sarah, was professional. I like See that? that? Yeah. See, I did that. You used it all uh, up with the jamming. I did. Yeah, it was too much. <laughs> um, I've been together for years, and then Tim was let go, as happens in radio. But Rick and Sarah were still there doing the show, but mm. losing the third part right. to the show, which, oh. is, which is awful. I just remember Rick and I sitting in a room and just sitting there, just looking at each other, oh, yeah. and I'm like crying. I'm like, "What the fuck are we going to well, do?" Well, because you guys yeah. did that show after you got can't. I, it's the only show I've ever like fast forward. I was Whoa. like, "Dude, this is depressing." Mm-mm. Yeah, it was and awful. Then, it was awful. Yeah. 
So anyway, that's where I'm at. Uh, You had a mouse in your car, and you sold your car to Richie, (laughs) and you were mad at him yesterday. This is so weird. (gasps) Oh, because (laughs) he was going through. Yeah, because he found like uh, some like I I remember this because I had had like some tissues and stuff and like an old feminine hygiene product, like not used, but in the in the thing, and like some Uh coffee had gotten on it. You brought it up, and I was sick that day. And I remember I was already mad because somebody had said that they had seen me out shopping and I was like sitting at home crying watching Titanic because I was really sick. <laughs> and like somebody had already pissed me off because they're like, oh, I saw Sarah Dillon. She wasn't sick yesterday. And I was really upset about that. And then Richie said something about how I had like used feminine products and like in, yeah, in the thing in my car. And I was fucking pissed. Was <laughs> I have never spoken to Richie like that before. And I got him in. I'm like, you come here. I'm like, you fucking tell the truth right now. She like, was you stop that. I was mad. So all I know, that's where I I'm at, and he was mad because you guys are drunk playing bowling on your bowling league, and he was blah, blah, blah. It's, but it's just, and I'm telling you right now, this is the coolest thing because she'll mention some story, and I'll go, oh, wait a sec, pause, and I'll Google to see what happened to that crazy nut job in Florida who took a gator head and mailed it to the principal. And I can totally see, now I can see how much prison time they served. Right, I can see yeah. pictures of like a hot teacher in Maine who's hooking up with dudes. Like a where are they now of crazy people. It's like sitting yeah. down at the Goonies DVD cast director's commentary. I can. This is what this is like right now. I can ask Sarah all these questions. This is crazy. And the coolest John, thing have is, you ever met Rick? I've never met him. Have you met Tim? No. Oh, oh my gosh. You should come Rick, to our I'm, listener party. Rick, I'm using your microphone. This is yeah, so it's true. This is you oh. should come to the listener party. You could meet both of them. We had mentioned that, and I think I'm working that you, day. Yeah, I'm you had doing, something. I'm doing something. He told oh. me about it. But I did I listened to your guys' cast, and that's sweet. So you're going to be a rapper, yeah, okay. and you're going to be a comedian. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Same old radio bits. Yeah. I love comedies and hip-hop, but I can't give you guys any. <clears throat> oh, uh, God. Anyways. No, Uh-oh. there's no help to be had. There's no help to be had. So anyway, that was my spiel about the past, and I apologize. Yay. No, that's awesome. This, it's it's nuts to do. And the my past boys, is what brought us to right now, John. Yes, it is. My mm-hmm. friends think I'm crazy. They're like, <laughs> dude, what are you? Li-? I'll be cutting highlights <laughs> in the TV truck listening to like. Their news report from December of 08. Tim Riley talking about traffic or something in his fancy house in the suburbs. So it's just weird. It's like I totally know you guys. Yeah. So I can't wait to get to I'll know you in about two years. Right. right yeah. So when I finally get to those podcasts, I'll probably get to 2009 in a couple of years. And I'll yeah. be sitting there going, it's like 2019. I'm like, dude, I met Greg. John, I have to say, though, you are not alone. Like, I still get emails from people who would be like, uh, I'm currently listening to the Rick's podcast from 2007 where they do this thing. And like, They'll ask me right, about it, yeah. and then I feel like a dick because I don't oh, remember. Well, you did so many. What they're ta- I know because we did a daily show yeah. for yeah. ten years. Well, and like, we've I don't been remember. Doing- other and then we've been doing these, yeah. Since, yeah, it is. It's it's hard to remember sometimes. It's a whole exactly. lot of talking. Yeah. And no, no, you guys yeah. take it to another level. This is great. Thanks. This is a blast, man. You guys are. Oh, thanks, John. We're so awesome. glad yeah. that you came in. Oh well, speaking of Tim Riley, we were talking about him. Tim also has a new side business that he's doing. Yeah, he's a sponsor go. of our show, Office Break Gifts. Indeed. We have a couple. Sam- maybe I'll grab one of the samples to show John how quality they are. Yes, to show me. I want one. Tell Tim I want. I want the feminine lotion one. Yeah, I think he has one of those. I think there probably is one. I actually was listening to your guys' show the other day. You said in an off day in Indy. There's oh, one of them. That. See, isn't that a decent-looking basket? Tim Riley, That's you are not sweet. messing around. Look at this. So it's officebreakgifts.com. I Googled that. Go there. I was yeah. listening to you guys the other day. Yeah. on my off day in Indy with the oh. blinds closed. <laughs> And I, uh, I was. I, you took I a pause from it. the old Rick Emerson yeah, that shows. That was pretty cool, though. This is nice. I know man. it is nice, right? Tim's not messing around. No, he doesn't. So Tim does do, do anything. Happen. Yep. Yeah. No he puts way. them mm-hmm. together. 
Yep. So it's uh, yeah, he puts them all together. And actually, he wanted to make sure a note for everybody too for tomorrow Valentine's Day. There is still time to get your order in, and you can go pick them up there from his <laughs> location, from his office. You may even get to see Tim Riley in person. Okay. Oh. Per- it's possible. I can't I think guarantee you just, that. You should have you seen his eyes though. right there. He's like, oh, really? <laughs> I've seen pictures of Tim. I think I might scare Tim. Mm. Yeah, oh. just don't touch him. Yeah. Yes, he doesn't like to Oh, my God. Neither does Rick, though, right? So you guys, they're, you guys, they're all... Yeah, I make Rick hug me. He doesn't have any say in it. Germaphobes yeah. and yeah. all that Sarah's the only one that they'll hug. Mm. Yeah. I just I remember the lucky. days that you and uh, Rick accepted my friend request on Facebook. And I was like... <laughs> Uh, that, uh, that and the birth of my two kids probably. Is there like a, 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 a printout of the plastic? Sorry, Sarah sorry, to, my, yeah, sorry to my wife. Sorry to my wife, Lee, on our wedding day. That kind of slipped down a couple no. notches. But I remember I hopped up and it said, hey, Rick Emerson, Sarah. I did it the same day. I was like, damn, I have now made it. And here I am thinking I'm kick ass, right? And then later on that day, I look and I was like, oh, they have 9,000 friends. I'm just, one of the friends. Sto- I'm just one of the stalkers. I'm just that dude sitting there looking through the blinds across from Sarah. <laughs> and that's another thing that's funny. You guys are always talking about stuff in your apartments and this and that. And I hear you now talking some meth head in your street. Yeah, 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 yeah I got a meth head neighbor. neighbor. But you're talking about and before I got married, before I got married, way back then I was living in Selwood, but like so like 39th and and Powell, I was always driving by there. Oh, and okay. I remember Rick saying, I mean I don't know where you guys live, but at the time I was like, oh I know where that's at. Mm-hmm. And that little sex shop, that little. Oh yeah, there's yeah. The swingers club. Ace Club. Yeah, yeah Angel Central Social Club. It changed its name though. Now it's like uh oh god, what did they change it to? How Red did they know so uh, much? because I drove by it the other day and yeah, I made a note of it. Uh, it's called Velvet Rope PDX. She made a note of it. <laughs> I did make a note of it because I'm like, where's the ass club? Where's Angel it's Central shady, Social man, Club? Because I used to go to that bank next door. Sure. The ATM. To the bank. And I'd be like, babe, uh, let's check that restaurant out next door. <laughs> <laughs> it's a social so club. That was a little freaky, man. So anyway, I, enough with the old, but I just, I've always wanted to tell you that. It was like. Oh, you're awesome. And to this day, I'm still listening. And, well, about- and my coworkers think I'm crazy. They're like, dude, what are you? He's like, so when they read the news, what are you doing? And I was like, it doesn't matter. It's entertaining. That was a golden age of news, though, oh, in 2009. Was that Paris Hilton? Yeah, that was a Lindsay Lohan. Michael, no, Michael Jackson was in 2008. Nine? What's crazy is, is you think about all this stuff now, and now with the computers and Twitter and mm-hmm. uh, you know, insert, all this stuff. Imagine all the big things that have happened over the last 10 years yeah. prior to that. I mean, that's... Yeah. And you know what's cool is I see links more random stuff but I see links where someone does like uh, I saw once it's crazy it was Jesus's Facebook post updates <laughs> and he goes just sitting on the corner hanging with the guys well oh who are these guys you know <laughs> they, you know so you know and it was like all these events where they made it right you know look like it was social you know like social media nowadays and guys just crazy all this stuff that we have and you guys were still reading off papers and stuff. oh I mean, yeah Tim was yeah. reading the news you guys oh, I just printed this day. all out yep. yeah Labeled yep. it all. We'd, we'd like label the different watches every yeah, day. Yeah. And so, how did you? So you were a DJ there. Yeah, I was. Well, I was on. Um, I mean, before that, I had done my own show because I started out in uh, community radio. Oh, okay. That's where I originally started. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Oregon. Oh, okay. But yeah, I did all kinds from of other stuff. From Independence, Mammoth Independence, Mammoth Independence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like the dry town down there. Uh, Monmouth was. Is it like a, I think like 10 years ago they switched it. Okay. They can sell like beer there now or something like that. Oh, that's nice. crazy. I had a friend that went wow. down there for college. Yeah. I'm old, man. But I went down there and I used to go see him on the way to see my peeps in Eugene. And I'm like. How old are you? You don't look very old. I'm 23. Okay. 23. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would have guessed. I am. Uh, I just turned 41. <gasps> no way. Yes, I'm old. I dress like I'm You know who's older than old. you? Hmm? Scott Daly. Oh. Mm-hmm. How old is he? I think he's 42. Way to just call Scott out. He's already <laughs> talked about it. Yeah. You know what's a trip, man? I'm 
I still act the same way. I like run into my old friends. I go, dude, you're still the same guy. You know, it's like I, back then I was obnoxious and immature, and now I'm just young at heart. <laughs> yeah, is that what you out. call it now? Well, yeah. The only thing that's changed is my wife goes, you can't. I've got this great stereo system in my car. You can only hear it in my car. I swear you can't hear it out of my car. But I'm still like a 20-year-old in my first ride. <laughs> and man, it doesn't matter if it's the Wu-Tang Clan or Rage Against the Machine. I mean, I'm listening to everything. And even John Mayer. I'll even do it. Oh, what? Wow. No, Why? We can no, I think that you... No. <laughs> you gotta fix that. I think My you said that to test the waters. You said that to test the waters to see what we see say. see me look at Greg? Yeah. To see if it was okay? I bet, I bet Greg is and a big Cold fan. Play. Uh, you know what, man? I'm a married Maroon romantic five. guy. I'm a married romantic guy, and so my wife has kind of rubbed off me in a bad way with music. Wait, so you do listen to John Mayer? Damn it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Can we bleep this out? <laughs> Cough button. <laughs> My wife has turned me into, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. But I did score points yesterday and had some flowers delivered to her office early. Nice. Because you're showing that you can gun. love her any day. Yes. Not just well, for a special I was just scared what I was going to say. I was scared what I was going to say on this podcast and I didn't <laughs> I was making sure I was out of trouble before I even came on here. Well, she's finished Gossip Girl, right? You didn't just ruin it for no, her. No, not at all. Okay. She finished it. Okay, And good. she goes, you kept saying it was these chicks. Blah, blah, blah. It was that, you know. <laughs> it it's true. Good. I just re... Just real quick. I just rewatched it for the second time because it's one of those shows that you can keep watching right. and over again. And it was fun to watch it when right. I knew that Gossip Girl was Dan Humphrey the whole time. That was time. your second time watching Gossip Girl? <laughs> I'm lying. It was my fourth. <laughs> And I never even watched it when it was on the air. Yes, I'm waiting yes. to do. Wow, Lost. I'm going to start Lost again. <gasps> oh man, be so ready it's for. Hear, it's funny to hear your your updates on the old show because yeah. you guys are asking questions, and I want to yeah. call in and go, dude. It's oh. no, that's not it. Yeah, you know, I, I see. And I never watched Lost. I, I, I was still obsessed. never watched it. I like by the time serious? I even caught on to it. Like I knew everybody was watching it, but I didn't pay much attention. It was like the second season. I'm like, eh, I that's can't catch where they up lost now. A lot and, of people, yeah, yeah and so, lost a lot of people. Oh, okay. uh-huh. see, that's this is the most lost references I think any yeah. podcast has had in years. That <laughs> seriously, uh, I loved it, man. But you gotta, you gotta go back and watch it and just stick yeah. with that second season. The love scenes in the cages that was kind of lame. Oh, that was super lame. Yeah. God, I just remember how mysterious and magical that show was. Like, I'd never seen anything like it. It broke my brain every week. Yeah. Oh, I loved no, I'm a, I'm a TV movie freak, so I. I try to watch as much as I can. Right now I'm watching The Good Wife. Have you seen it? No, I've heard good stuff It's about good. That. I really, really yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. That's my story. Are we done with Lost? No, I yes. kind of phased out there. <laughs> wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, uh, now she's heated. <laughs> okay. Oh, I still remember I didn't, getting I just, We have been talking for a long time. Yeah, I just we realized have been. that. Holy yeah, crap. It's true. Cut oh, wow. So you got like 40 minutes this time, John. Is that better? That's sweet. Is it? Yeah. That's great. I want to thank all you guys out there. Hey, if you want to, my boss well, probably won't like this. Go yeah. ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, give us all your... I was going to say, if you guys want to see what we do on the road, uh, it's not, you know, I can't post everything on the road. Like me and Mike Rice out partying and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm eating <laughs> But, man, heads. cool pictures from wherever we are. I shoot stuff, you know, when we're at the arenas in any town and stuff like that. At Big John N-E-P, Northeast Portland. Oh. So, at Big John N-E-P and just, uh, you know, Twitter, Instagram. I'm not one of those guys that's always trying to get followers, but if you want to see what's going on out there, we have fun. You know what? I, I was th- wondered what the NEP was for. No, mm-hmm. I, okay. I got okay. that yeah. tattooed on my damn body, man. I'm yeah, a neighborhood NEP? guy. Yeah. Nice. Can I tell yeah. you that I follow you on Twitter and you don't follow me? Are you serious? Mm, I'm serious. Oh. Kind of. Like today, I was just like, "Oh, John, I can't oh. wait to write back and forth to you to say <laughs> except, how we're except you know a friend request." I'm probably waiting for the podcast to when you get on Twitter, <laughs> so I know where to follow you. I'm oh, still you'll, be, you'll be waiting about five, six <laughs> years. Oh, did she just get on? She's <laughs> well, we're latest. both we're both newer. I tried to get new. I tried to get new followers at the beginning of this season. I said, "My ten thousandth follower, I'll fly you to Phoenix." 
stay at the hotel and watch the game down there. Well, I only have 500 followers. So. <laughs> I'm just going to unfollow you until you get to 10,000 because I want a free flight. <laughs> Seriously. That didn't go over too well. Man. Yeah, I don't know how to make the Twitter work for me very well. We're, just, we're getting better. We're getting better. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you want to follow us, Sarah X. Dillon, Greg Nibbler. Fun Imp Radio. Yes, because Fun Employment Radio is too long. Too long. Hey, yeah. you guys, radio. thank you. I'm hearing the music. This is like at the uh, Oscars. Where they're talking yeah, we're going to have to cut your mic any second now. <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm sure this was a rating spike for you guys. Can you imagine? I'm scared. Is there any way I can go look at that live feed? They're like, who is this clown? No, actually, I'm John, I'm looking at the chat right now, and people are saying that they really like you. Oh, shit. How can mm-hmm. you not? Imagine if they saw the dimple and everything, mm-hmm. the whole package. Well, it was nice chatting with you guys, man. This is great. Oh, yeah. No, this is awesome. I didn't mean to blabble and blabble. Yeah, I like this guy. He is one of us. I really like listening to him talk. This guy needs to come back. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was great, you guys. Uh, this guy. This is <laughs> We're cool. call you this guy. Had, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and for everybody out there, I got here. They had champagne. That's they true. had yeah. hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. There's two hot chicks waiting out You can't the keep the gift basket, yeah. though. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tim Riley. This is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. You guys should go check out this website. This is great. Especially for... Okay, now, is it too late for them to get for Friday? No, you no, can get it can today. Actually, oh, specifically, shoot. you can still order today. Come on to so if you want to get something for Mrs. LaCrofka, maybe you can go... Maybe. Shake a Tim Riley's Being hand. Being married to me is enough. That's a gift. <laughs> That's a gift unto itself. We'll cut that out oh, and send yeah. that to her. We'll send that to her as a special <laughs> Valentine's Day. home, Sarah just rolled her eyes. I don't know. I don't, she's squashing my dreams over here. Uh, go to their website and get this stuff. Tim Riley, this is sweet. Yeah. Tim doesn't know who the hell I am, but this is great. Oh, they I got bet it all he does. packaged together, and there's different groups, right? Like mm-hmm. movie ones. And stuff all different. Right? Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a Keep Portland weird one. I think we might do something with those. This one even has like sexy party. underwear in it. Does it have sexy underwear? Yeah. It does I not have sexy has, underwear this is in it. It's edible underwear. That's Tim a, Riley is nasty. I believe that's a teddy bear right there. Wow. I think you're confused as to what underwear that's is. It's a freaky package. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, what are those for, for on the road for you? <laughs> oh, that's all I need. I got Mike Rice, man. I don't need that. There you go. <laughs> Officebreakgifts.com. Pick that up. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We'll be back tomorrow with more. Well, you're, cl- you're closing me up. FunEmploymentRadio.com. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.